Hello and welcome to the Grassroots Coachcast episode 36. I'm one of your hosts, Dave. And I'm Ben. Hello. Thanks for joining us for another week where we discuss grassroots coaching. Today's show is sponsored by Studio, and you can find them at studio.com. Studio specializes in producing high-quality earphones. All their range has a clean, elegant Swedish design and is engineered to give you that high-quality listening experience, whether you're listening to music or your favorite grassroots podcast. My personal favorites are the Regents, which are over-ear wireless headphones, but you have a range of different styles that you can browse through. And if you enter the code GRASSROOTSCOACHCAST at the checkout, you'll get an extra 15% off your order. So that's studio.com. The main concept of this podcast is to discuss youth coaching or soccer at the grassroots level. Ben and I both coach under 11s teams. Ben coaches the boys and I coach the girls. Each week we'll look to choose a different topic to cover and discuss our experiences, both good and bad, and any advice we may have. Ultimately, we're looking to get this content out there and hopefully help out other people who are coaching grassroots football. And if you do enjoy the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts or your podcast catcher of choice and drop us a five-star review. This really helps us to grow the show and gets us out to other listeners. Now, Ben, it's been a few years since I've watched EastEnders, to be honest, um, <laughs> because I just thought that why would I want to, you know, I love the drama, but I just couldn't really, you know, the fact that it was all fake, but I still love the drama, but this is why I gave up EastEnders. And what you've actually done there, I think you've filled a little bit of a hole in my life because <laughs> all of the drama uh, keeps me entertained coming from your side. So um, yeah, we obviously had a good chat on the last episode and I know a little bit, uh, but obviously why don't you tell us a little bit about what's been going on this week? No, not a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after after weeks of agonising and to and fro in and, you know, getting myself a little bit worked up about it, I um, I bit the bullet this week and I I finally made the decision to release a couple of players for next year. Um, there's no idea way of doing it, obviously. So in the end... I um I basically wrote an email to every single parent, um, made it kind of formal, you know, one of those that you can just change the name of the player involved in the content of the email because it's the same to everybody. So I sent out all the emails to the people I want to stay first. And then I kind of let them know, you know, a couple of the boys have been asked, well, been said, been told they won't be coming back next year. Um, then I sent those two emails last, basically saying, you know, this is this is the plan for next year. We're going into competitive football. Um, unfortunately, you know, there isn't going to be a place for so-and-so. Um, and that's kind of how I did it. So I, it's one of those, you know, uh, I'd have liked to have done it face-to-face ideally, but I did say, you know, we'll have a chat at training. You know, it's not it's not me trying to bottle out of it by just sending an email and that's the end of it. I said, you know, digest what I've said. We'll have a chat. Um, and we can take it from there. And so I kind of, it's one of those, you know, I, I press send 
I hovered over send for so long and then I sent it and I just kind of, I just kept looking at the phone every five seconds, waiting for it to <laughs> sort of buzz, thinking, oh, you know, bracing myself for some kind of explosion of anger from the two parents kind of thing. So, um, but it was kind of odd. Everyone was really positive and, you know, they seemed just really pleased to be involved for next year, even though I think they knew there would be anyway, most of them. Um, and nobody really mentioned the two that I was releasing. So I don't know if that was out of shock, politeness, or, you know, just they weren't bothered. I don't know. But um, Well, how how would any individual parent know which players were being released? Because I told them. <laughs> well, what, in the email? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, fair only, enough. Only because... Um, because we we had training two days later, and um, obviously I, I was aware that as I mean as it's turned out, one of one of the players has left immediately, which and and the player who's left immediately, I kind of expected. The other one, to be fair, has said, you know, obviously the you know he's a, the dad's a great guy, and he said, I don't, I don't, obviously I don't agree with your decision because he's my son, whatever. Um, but he said, you know, we'll give it our all to the end of the season and, I, and you know, maybe you can sort of reconsider kind of thing. So I kind of, my thinking was, to, I wanted everybody to know what was going on and I did name them because I thought I, I, I kind of probably badly had expect because we got a group WhatsApp and I thought there might be something thrown onto the WhatsApp group so everybody would see it from one of the parents who was leaving. And I thought, I want to get ahead of it just in case anything comes out and... You know, I wanted to be open and upfront about it. So I did say who was going just because I, I wanted everybody to know the situation because obviously we've got training and people are going to be talking and I just didn't want it to be Chinese whispers and stuff. So I was very open and said, look, this is what's happened. These are the two players that I've asked. I've said, you know, I'm not not planning to keep for next year. Um, and rightly or wrongly, I've never done, never done it before. It's the first time I've ever done it and I just felt that was the best way to do it. I don't think there's any correct way of doing it, to be honest. Um, and that was it. And as it's turned out, it's actually been not too bad. There's not really been any massive fallout from it, which is good. Obviously, the the one player's left straight away. And like I said, our, it's the player that, if you've listened to previous episodes, there's been ongoing issues for different reasons. And I kind of expected them to go immediately, and they did. Um, but hats off to the other one. You know, they've said they'll give it their all and maybe I'll reconsider. Um, and, you know, he did say, as his coach, I value your opinion on what he can do to improve. And, you know, if we don't stay, hopefully he'll come back stronger with another team and, you know, work his way back up. So it's been, in the end, it's been kind of not as bad as I thought it would be. And I, and I you know... Rightly or wrongly, I did get myself completely worked up about it to the point my stomach was just in bits when I was doing it. And I, because I just can't, I can't do that whole, at the moment, I can't do that whole separation and being clinical thing with it because it's just the way I am. I thought I can't just do the, yeah, whatever, I don't care about these. Because you, you're sort of telling, you know, you're telling kids who are 10, 11 years old that you don't think they're good enough and it's really hard because who am I to sort of judge? You know, I, I've got my opinions and it is just my opinion at the end of the day and obviously I speak to my assistant about it and 
you know, we've we've come to the same conclusion. And I know some of the parents have since said, yeah, I think you've made the right decision. But it is ultimately my opinion. Um, and it's kind of like, it's quite a difficult thing to, for me to get my head around that I've got that, not power, but that, you know, that ability to sort of ruin somebody's, not dreams, because, you know, you know it's, it's not like we're a professional club or anything, but you, do you know what I mean? It's kind of, I, I take it very, very personally, and it's something I've probably got to learn to detach myself from a little bit. Probably, probably a little bit more than you are doing. I mean, it, it's, like you say, it's not... Um, it's not a top Premier League club, is it, mm. that you're at? But it is a club, and I'm sure for the kids involved, it, it does hurt. But, you know, we we had a, a a bit of a WhatsApp exchange, didn't we? And I said, well, you know, if you look at some extreme examples, some positive examples, actually, I just thought of another one, Vardy. You know, yep. it took him a, a while to, to make his way back to the top, but, you know, obviously one of one of our favourites, so Andy Robertson, yep. was released by Celtic, wasn't he? Came up the the hard way. Still only is he twenty four, twenty five? So he's still only 10, young. Turned twenty five, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, but he'd obviously been released, and I'm sure that was one of the worst days of his life. Yeah. You look at Harry Kane, released by Arsenal. Yeah. Worked his backside off at Spurs. You know, there's there's few professional footballers I think who work as hard as Harry Kane because I don't we'll talk a little bit later about naturally talented <laughs> if, mm. if I believe that I, I don't see a lot about Harry Kane that is really natural you could say he's big but um, I've seen plenty of footballers with his stature and not yep. be nearly as good and it's all on the training pitch you know he, yeah. just, he just relentlessly trains so I, I I think you know you. At the end of the day, you've you've made the call, rightly or wrongly. You just have to get on with it. Yeah, and I think know? I think I think part of that, how I feel about it, is because because the teams. I mean, we've only been going eighteen months, and because I I put the team together, that's probably where the responsibility comes from. That I've you know, do you know what I mean. It's not like we've been going for ten years and some of these players come and go from trials and I pick them and think, well, actually, you're not quite good enough. Then I'd probably detach myself from it a bit more. But I think because I've, I'd almost handpicked these players and brought them on board. In fact, one of them I didn't. I mean, one of them's only been with us, you know, for this season. But but the one that I let go, I kind of handpicked from the start. Um, and that's probably why I felt a little bit worse from it. And I think maybe if I carry on and go on you know, over the next few years, I probably won't be as emotional about it I probably will be a little bit more detached if you know if you're bringing in players who not necessarily from the start I guess I'm always going to have that it's like a maternal thing isn't it any any player in the future that I let go that I brought in from the start I probably will feel worse about I suppose but um, it's just the way it is isn't it you've got to try and just be because I've talked to the other coaches at the club and and it's just, it's a mix. Some of them are a bit like me, and they're like, "Oh, it's awful. I don't, I can't do it." And other, others are like, "No, nah, it's, it's fine. You know, you don't owe them anything." Kind of attitude. And I can kind of see both sides of it, so it's difficult. But now I've been through it, I think I'll, I would find it easier to do again. Now I've been through it, and it's not personal. It's just, uh, it's just based on what I think the team needs and how what and how I think the boys will develop. And it, you know, one of them obviously if you listen to the other podcast, you know, there's a big issue. There was a big issue with one of them and it was impacting 
the attitude of the boys towards him, how the team was playing, and that that kind of had to be dealt with, and it and it has been. Um, so, yeah, they're two completely different cases, and I think I've got to say, the one who's decided to stay to the end of the season, you know, I take my hat off because if that was me, I'd, my inclination would be, well, there's no point you carrying on there because you're not staying next year. But they've said, no, you know, we're going to give it our all. And it's kind of quite a humbling thing that they're prepared to, you know, everybody knows that I've I've made the decision, but they're still turning up. And that is not an easy thing to do, I'm sure, for them. Um, so, you know, um, hmm. they've got a lot, they've really, I think a lot of them for doing that, I really do. Yeah. It's really interesting that you sent out the same message to everyone though um honestly that that didn't enter my head i i'd have thought you'd have kept it down to the individual player you know so i have a template message but it's mm. to the individual player so you have one template that is you know we'd really like x to stay on um and play for us next year mm. and then the players you're letting go get a different template which is oh, no, you know, they, no, they, sorry yeah i should have been clear they did it wasn't the same so oh, all, right, the players, okay. all the players who i kept they had, it was the same template but i just dropped their names in yeah yeah so so-and-so's done really well big part of the team want him to stay then the two who got released they got a completely different message but so, you've you've sent out the full list all right there was only two of them uh, of players who aren't going to be here next year that that's the bit that i would i don't think i would have thought of doing that to be honest what? so on the ones where i've said so and so is a big part of the team he's staying but just to let you know so x and x are leaving do you mean that that, that second bit yeah yeah but i said i mean you know i only did that because i thought i thought there might be some fallout that yeah would, well well i think would so, so I come coming at it from like a work perspective. You, so, you so if, if you if you're gonna game, if you're gonna make someone redundant, you wouldn't send someone a letter and say, "Oh, by the way, you know, we're making these other four redundant as well," would you? No, but I don't think I don't think. Well, no, I wouldn't. No, of course not. But I don't think that's. Um, I think this is slightly. I think this is different. Personally, I guess it's just opinions. Just my opinion. And I'm just thinking everybody's going to come down to training or in a match, and everybody, everyone's it's going to be like Chinese whispers. So, so I'm, I just want to be clear. I'm not, I'm not being critical. No, I, no, I'm no, sort, no, I'm not saying I'm, you are. I'm just because, like thinking, said, I'm kind of, you know, it's, it was my the first time I've ever done it, and, yeah, I, and I'm, yeah. I agonised about the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some people have done it by text message, which I just thought was a bit crazy, to be honest. I thought I didn't. I didn't think email was necessarily the best way of doing it. But then I thought, I thought, how do you? Yeah, but let's just say after training, I, I'm I, still I said a, to, a little bit hurt actually that you didn't take my suggestion, which is what to 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 stand everyone in a line <laughs> and say You're everyone fired. who's playing next year, I step forward. You're fine, <laughs> and then. So the ones you don't oh, want to cover, not so fast. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was talking over with there, but because like I said to you, like the wife, she's very, very clinical, very black and white. No, get rid of them. Don't, don't get just don't get worked about. It's no point. You don't need to, and all this. And I, she, she, she'd be better at doing it than me. Um, 
and I, and I talk, talked it through there and I said, look, should I, you know, should I say in this email who's leaving? And she said, yes. Um, just, I mean, it's one of those, isn't it? Because, because if I, I, th- I just thought if I don't do that, right. And then let's just say all the parents there at training and they'll go, Oh yeah, did you get the email? We're all staying. Now the two people who wouldn't have got that email would have gone, well, I didn't get that email. Does that mean I'm out? And I just thought, just so everybody knows where they stand. That's why I did it. Now, whether that's the right thing or think or not to do, I don't, I don't know. Um, no, so, it may so, have been better to have had a chat with them first, but then I thought, well, this is the other thing. When do I have the chat? What do I do? Do I line them up after training? Just say, right, can I have a chat after training? And you, you speak to the one set of parents and the other one's waiting there going, well, I think I know what's coming. And it's, I just couldn't envisage how to do it. I really couldn't. It was just kind of not, I thought about phoning them. I thought, well, that's not ideal either. It was a nightmare. So, you know, I actually thought this kind of worked out okay, but mm. I can understand why you're playing devil's advocate and well, whatever no, else. I, I, I'm saying I wouldn't have thought of, of doing that. To, mm. to be so transparent and candid about who's going. Mm. Now, I think the uh, I'm just thinking about it. The reason I think I like it is that without that, so if you just literally keep, you know, keep the scope narrow, so you just literally say, okay, little Johnny done a brilliant job this year. Really want him to stay on for next year. Mm. And then your your players who you're leaving, you know, little Joe or whatever. Thanks, but you know, I, I think I'm going to release him from from this team. Yeah. Then people turn up to the training session and they don't really know. Well, who, who's who's staying on? You know, and yeah. each individual parent and and player will know where their kid is. Yeah. You know whether they're staying or going, but it's inevitable that there's going to be chatter. And so, um, so actually, I, I, I may, you know, I, I'm going to ponder it a bit longer. But actually, I think I quite like that to just be completely transparent. It's like, look, yeah. these that, these are the two players that are going. But that's why I did it because I just. Because not so much at training, because literally the kids sort of get dropped off, and only two or three parents stay for training. The rest go, and they get picked up. You don't really see them. But on a match day, you know, because they're always there half an hour before. All the parents are stood there having a little chat together and a gossip. And I just thought, all it's going to take is two or three of them to go. Oh yeah, oh, it's great that so and so. You know, Ben wants them to stay next year. Blah blah blah. And then you got the one going. Well, I didn't. I didn't get that email. I just thought that was just a well, felt so. They got the other email, which was well. I don't want them to stay. But. Yeah, I mean, I could have done that and not said anything. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. I could have done that and not said anything, and then they would have gone, "Well, I got the email, said I'm not staying." But then, then the parents who didn't know that would have gone, "No way, really? You're not staying? Oh my god!" And yeah, just, and it brought, like, "Oh, what's Ben?" Then what I thought, oh, "What's Ben playing?" And I just thought, "You know, let's just be up front. This is what's going on. This is the situation." And I partly did it because because the one I've had obviously issues with the parents. I just thought I could just, probably a bit unfairly, I thought I could just imagine them based on the previous WhatsApp message that I got. It was a private one, but it was very, quite upsetting. I thought I could just see them lash out and put on a group WhatsApp chat. Oh, well, thanks a bunch for, you know, and then everybody knows. Because you just don't, you just don't know, do you? That's the danger of having a WhatsApp group. Somebody just put something on there and without because they're in, they're angry or something and i just thought i just want everybody to think to, to see that i've been upfront honest 
And whether they agree with it or not, they can't say, I've not been honest about it. And that's the decision. So that was the thinking. And like I said, it's not worked out too bad. In an ideal world, I would have sat them down face to face and just said, look, this is a situation. And that's why I made the point of saying, look, I'd like to have a chat about it. And and I think, you know, again, if you look at the elite level, if you look at a club, then you would sit down, have a face to face with each mm. individual player, wouldn't you? Yeah. But you've got that limited time. That's the problem. This is the problem. It, it, and it is, you get an hour and a quarter at training, then you're like, I'd have had to say to the two sets of parents, right, can I have a chat after training? They know what's coming. So you're talking to one of them and that, that chat could go on for, you know, I mean, the last chat I had with the one kid's parents was half an hour. So I could be in there for half an hour. Everyone's waiting around going, well, and what do you do? Do you do them together Every at the same time? Player. This is what I mean. So <laughs> you, you, you just can't do it, can you? So it just felt the best way. And I, I, you know, I spoke to, I spoke to Deb because Evie's, how Evie's manager does it. He, you know, he, he does a similar approach. He, he, says he's very open and honest with all the parents. He says, look, I'll make, you know, you'll get an email about who's staying for next season, who's who's not going to stay. And he's very upfront about it. And I thought that's kind of where I took my cue from, I suppose, because he's been doing it longer mm. than me. Yeah, And yeah. it just seemed like a kind of fair, as long as you're open and upfront. I mean, the, to be fair, the parents didn't know I was going to send that, which is why I thought, well, if I send every single parent an email, nobody can say I've not been fair and not informed yeah, them at yeah. the same time kind of thing. So... Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I did it. And I'd probably do it that way again, cause it's kind of worked out. Okay. And nobody's going to agree with you, obviously. Um, but to be fair, the player who's left, like, I mean, I expected it, but you know, the message I got was, it was reasonably okay. It was kind of like, it's your team, you know, um, he's disappointed. He'd rather not come anymore because you're not keeping him, which is fair enough. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, it's been a season of ups and downs, but also progress, which is kind of good of her to say. And I thought, well, fair, fair enough. Um, so there you go. So all in all, it, it sounds pretty positive then. You know, I, I know you were agonizing about this for a, a while. So being out the other side must be must be a bit of a relief. Yeah, it's good. And, and, and it's good because the player who's, stay, who's staying to the end of the season um, I had a really good chat with his dad last night and his dad's a great guy and um, you know he he, he kind of it's funny because I spoke you know he made a few comments about another coach at the club who's got the best out of him um, so he's had a few coaches at the club me being his latest one and um, so I saw, I saw him last night before training and I said you know I told him what was going on and I, he already knew that I was probably going to release him and he and I said oh you know I've, I've told him and he said um he said to me oh, he goes I'd play him in defense and I said I said really it's the one place I've never played him because he played there last year for his for his team before they folded and I took him on and I, and I you know all I heard was how much he hated playing there and I said I said I've never played him there because I know he hates it so much and he goes, he goes, no, but he's, um, he says he's really good on the ball, you know, which he is. Um, he can see a pass. He'd be good at bringing it out of defence. And I just thought, hey, you know, I've never, I've never done that. Um, yeah, most players I've played in loads of positions, but this one I've never had. Probably because it was just, you know, part of the reason he was going to leave, he was going to leave last season if it hadn't folded because he hated playing in defence. Of course, I, my inclination was never to play him there. Um, so it gave me a bit of food for thought, and I sat down with his dad. 
And his dad had kind of hinted that I'd never played him in his best position. And I was thinking, well, I've played him in every attacking position I can think of. So I said, the first thing I said to his dad, I said, right, where, where do you think his best position is? And he goes, well, I, I think his best position is in defence. And I, I almost fell off my chair. And I said, really? He said, he said yeah. He said, he said he wants to play up front, but he said, and to be fair to me, he kind of all the all the points I've made about why I'm letting him go, he, he agreed with me because there's an issue with kind of work rate and aggression and off the ball work and passion and all this sort of stuff. He said, he said, I'm always on at him about that. He said, he said, I know he wants to play up front, but he's, you know, you watch how the other boys play in those positions and he's nowhere, he just doesn't do what they do and all this. So I said, look, I said, okay, fine. I said, if, if we get him in, so we brought him in and I said, okay, right. Are you willing or will you give it a go playing in defence? Because we've only got four games left. So there's nothing to lose. They're all, you know, we're playing some really ridiculously tough teams. So we're not going to get much much of the ball anyway. I said, look, will you give it a go in defence? And he, I could tell he was really reluctant. I said, look, if you don't want to, just tell me and I won't, you know, we'll, I'll play, I'll give you minutes in the last four games. I won't play you in that position. But, um, you know, your dad seems to think, and I've spoken to, te- to, to the other coach, um, and I'm willing to give you a go there, that you can play in that role sort of thing. And we, I tried to make it positive, and it's, you know, it's not a negative thing. You're good on the ball. You can bring it out defence, pick a pass. And I said, we need a bit of that because some of the defenders panic and all this. And eventually he said, yeah, okay, I'll give it a go. Um, which is quite a breakthrough thing because he's, he's very, very quiet. He's very, very shy. Um, so that's kind of how we've left it. That I'll give him a go in these last four games and see how he does there. Um, but I said, you know, no promises. I can't, I'm not going to say I'll change my mind. I said, but I'm willing to try him in that position because it's the only position I've never played in. Um, and it was, so it was quite a good chat. It's probably the most I've ever chatted to him since I've had him, to be honest. Um, so maybe something positive might come out of it. I don't know. And he's, so, his dad says, you know, he's played in tournaments in that position. He's done really well. So mm-hmm. it was very, it was quite eye-opening because I, because of all the negativity about him playing there last season, I've never even put him there. Um, so it could be, you know, who knows? You know, I've, it would be a big turnaround for me to keep him because, you know, when you see boys play and they've just got that aggression and drive in them, and I don't think you can, you can't coach that. I don't think people have just got it or they haven't got it. Um, so it's going to be a massive turnaround for him to sort of find that. But, you know, if you can't find that physicality and aggression in that position when you're going to be under a lot of pressure, then you're never going to find it. So it'll be interesting to see, starting on Sunday, how that how that goes. Hmm. It's interesting. I don't think we've talked before about a player who clearly their best position is the one that they hate. Yeah. <laughs> It's bizarre, isn't it? And even his dad was there when we were all we were all there together. And his dad was looking at him, going, "But because I know you want to play at front, but he goes, I, I just you know." And he was sort of just basically agreeing with what I'd said and just going, "Look, I think you're better when you can see the game in front of you. You know, you're good on the ball, and he is really good on the technically. He's a really good player. But you just look at you look at our other forwards, and they just they come off the pitch and they're just dead on their feet because they work themselves into the ground." And he's not that kind of player. And just the aggression, he gets knocked off the ball easily. And I thought, if anything's going to... I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that, because he really wants to stay, 
his dad said. He said, but but he said, even when I told him that he, you were letting him go, he said, I couldn't really get a reaction out of him. You know, like if he, he wasn't devastated or he's that kind of kid, you just don't know. He said he's a bit like me. His dad was going to be a bit like me. You know, he keeps his feet <laughs> bottled up and, you know, you don't, getting anything out of him is really hard. And it is as a, as a coach as well, trying to, you know, have a conversation with him is very, very difficult because he, he barely says anything. Mm. Um, so it'll be some, I've got, it'll be some turnaround for him to suddenly go on there like an absolute machine and be this amazing, you know, but who knows, you know, it'd be, I'd love him to prove me wrong. I really would. But what would be great is if he sees it as a real kick up the backside and he goes, right, this is, this is my chance. How this is does my- he, yeah, well, it's it's a big ask to do it in four games, isn't it? It but, is, it is. And he can awesome. still take on that advice. You know, it's just it's just not with your team, probably. Yeah, and I think the the problem is, I think, you know, if it, any team he joins, he's going to have the same problem, unless he can find that within himself. Because you need it. The, what we're finding with these games, you've got to have that. You can't just stroll around the pitch being very passive and whatever else. You've got to really be on it and be... Aggressive work, and have, work for Berbatov. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you've got to pull some worldy kind of finishes out, out of the bag. And stuff. Yeah. But it's one of those, it's just kind of like, you just want to kind of just shake him and go, come on, it's in there, I know it's in there, let's just see it, sort of thing. So, I don't know, it, it, you're right. It's, and I've, I've said the other week, we've got these games coming up, we're playing teams two divisions above us who are, we're playing some of the best teams in Surrey. And it's going to be, we'll get, I mean, we got a bit of a hiding last week and that was actually one of the easier games we've got coming up. So we're, we're playing some really, really good teams and we're not going to see any of the ball really. So he's actually going to have a lot to do defensively. So it's probably a good time for me to have a look at him in that position and see what he can do. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. You, you know what? I can kind of imagine there might be some people listening and saying, oh, you know, this is, the problem with the English game, you know, you're focused on the the physicality of it and, you know, it's the biggest, strongest players who, who tend to excel and get up to that elite level. Mm. But I think even, you know, uh, and again, looking at that elite level, even your creative players, but th- th- there was that term, wasn't there? Um, earning the right to play. Yeah. And I... I absolutely think it it is right. Yeah, and the final thing I'll say on it is that it's not even about physicality. It's about showing for the ball. You want the ball. You lose the ball. Oh, I've got to win that back. You know, it's just those mm-hmm. things that are lacking. And it's just, you know, if you can just get that, which is a hard thing to just get if you've not got it. I don't know how you find that, but they're the thing. It's not even about, it's not about smashing into people. It's just about that desire and that passion to contribute and want the ball, win it back look for it, all those things. And, and you just think, come on, that's what I want to see. So yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens over the weekend, but you know, we'll re- we'll revisit this and um, see how he goes. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate you coming on and, and letting us know how you've got on there. So if any listeners have got any different approaches, uh, you know, let us know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if someone wanted to get in touch with us, Ben, how would they get in touch with us? They can go to the email address, so grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com. Definitely interested to hear everybody is going through this traumatic time of letting players go. Um, and we've got the Twitter page well. 
Twitter page well Twitter page as well um, at G Roots Coachcast so yeah drop us a line look forward to hearing from you and hopefully um, maybe get some pointers on the best way to do this sort of thing <laughs> awesome awesome alright well thanks very much Ben it's been Good emotional man. it always is especially this week <laughs> bye now cheers bye